When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Christmas! Simply having a wonderful Christmas time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 12 Rambles of Christmas in association with Bet365. We've already spoken about eight things we love about the beautiful game. Today, it is the number nine of the 12 Rambles of Christmas. Striker. It's the number nine. I think it's gladly having a wonderful Christmas time, isn't it? No, (laughs) Christmas time, Michael Hazel time. (laughs) You sent that to me on WhatsApp. You sang that to me down the thing. I was freestyling on some... um, uh, look, it was an abandoned attempt. Uh-huh. I sent it to Pete you, anyway. You've ruined Christmas. Yeah, I did. You sent a bomb back saying I ruined Christmas instantly. I was experimenting with a Christmas song that could be adapted with a Brexit theme. Uh-huh. And I went and I wrote a Christmas time, Michael Heseltine, children singing Christian rhyme, Ken Clark, front of the fire, and Anna Sue Bree. <laughs> Time to rejoice that he was Home Secretary or something like that. Okay. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't yeah, worth it then. Bad, it was okay. It was okay. okay. It was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. rhymes worked. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's well, Christmas, Marcus. People are allowed to have a bit of festive mm. cheer, aren't they? But it's you Christmas. <laughs> let's hope they weren't paying attention there, but let's hope they're paying attention <laughs> now. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is, uh, it is our ninth uh, of the 12 rambles of Christmas. Now, in football, there are many types of players who form an 11. Some catch the eye more than others for, for different reasons. Literally. <laughs> Indeed they do, Peter. A Maverick, for example, can produce moments. Oh, going back to number one. Yes, well, they can produce moments that others can't. They catch the eye for those reasons. We know who they are and we, and we love them. There is one type of footballer that will always catch the eye for good and bad reasons. We all know them and we're all intrigued about how they operate today, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the hard man. The working title for this episode was written down in an email from me to you lot, and it was, let's do 20 minutes on Graham Sooner. <laughs> How can we get him in there? Yeah. Proper naughty bastard. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, with the hard man, it just goes down to basic human instinct. Toughness is revered and respected has been throughout the ages and all the rest of it. And when a hard man uh, goes off on one, everyone is glued to what they're about to do, mm. aren't they? You can't take your eyes off it. And their, their, their passion often runs, they're not necessarily the most passionate players, but sometimes they are, the win at all costs kind of, of mentality. But there are sort of different types of hard man as well. This crosses over partly into the Maverick. Because you can be a maverick for different reasons. Yes. So Eric Cantona, for example, mm-hmm. he was quite a hard man. Yes, yeah, he, but he was also very much a maverick. He has a foot in both camps. Mm. It also crosses up over into and one the... in the crowd. Exactly, <laughs> a foot in the crowd. Well, well, uh, summer... a foot in the uh, hard man, a foot in the maverick. But also number yes. two, we did back on the fourteenth December. 
Um, the bus stop. The bus. You can't up. have a bus stop really without, without a hard man. Often the hard yeah. man is in the thick of it, and if there is a bus stop, he certainly makes sure he's over there. He's the catalyst, indeed. Yeah. Well, some 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 of the hard men can be accused of making up for lack of talent. Oh, big whereas, time. whereas others are mm. sort of predisposed. You don't see dis- that as much now, but back in the day, definitely. Some yeah. are predisposed that way. I think that um, they're a nightmare to play against, no matter who they are and what they're doing. But I would suggest that. That pretty much most teams, maybe not Pep Guardiola teams nowadays, but nearly every team wants one on their side. I don't know whether you can. You can't have, them have now one in the way you once could. Uh, well, no. No, well, that's what I was. So, so the could, limit is like Diego Costa, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, and I, tough, I, the, the, the tough shit shitty, yeah, shit yeah. It's, it's gone the way of the poacher, right? So you can have a poacher, mm-hmm. but he's got to be other things as well. Yeah. And the hard man, I think, has to be able to play now. Mm. Yeah, oh, you absolutely. Can't, you can't Especially, have the luxury of it now. Yeah, if we're, but if we're still... talking about the top level, I'm sure that's not the case down the leagues throughout the world, but yeah, well, okay. in, in, visibly. So was Roy Keane a hard man? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right, okay. So on that point then, so you, people think the hard man is a relic oh, of the fair. past. So... Um, Clearly, the hard man, the hard men of football, of football past, um, wouldn't be able to operate in the way that they do now. So Graham Souness would have been sent off every other week. Mm. He was a hard man, no well, doubt about he that. Was, he could also play, yeah, by the way. I, I think I absolutely agree with you, and I think I think if, I probably haven't explained myself properly. What what I mean is the two examples you've used there are actually irrelevant to my point because both those players, Keane and Souness, were brilliant players mm. as well. What I'm talking about is perhaps someone like a Vinnie Jones. Would he, would he have even made it sure. to that level because he hasn't got enough in his locker? Sure. So well, okay, so, so that now, type of hard man. But I did say there's different types of hard man because Roy Keane was to our generation what um, Souness was to his generation. Yeah, but also you, you make the point yourself that Souness would be sent off every week now. So that side of his game, yes. certainly he wouldn't be able to express. There's a great example of this. And you know that that really famously bad tackle that Souness makes yes. where he goes in Which like... It's, <laughs> yeah, you're it's gonna a, have to is it for down. Rangers? It's, yeah, yeah, it is for Rangers and yeah. it's it's right on it's, someone's it's thigh high. Thigh mm. and it's it's deliberate. Yeah. It's it's clearly It's a hello to the Scottish. It's an, it's an assault, <laughs> right? I'm and back, baby. If, yeah. you, if you listen to the, the commentary on that, the, the, the co-commentator is shocked and going, that is a yellow. That is a yellow. <laughs> like, that's, that's, Jim, a that's a prison sentence now. I think that's a six-game ban now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, massively. massively. Yeah. Okay, and and, 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 and I guess the best way you could you could maybe endorse what you're saying there, Mark, because I think is to give us a current example of a player playing now mm-hmm. who is really tough but is still able to play. Uh, because I, I just think that Sunes, he won about 25 trophies in his career, and Roy uh-huh. Keane, I think Vinnie Jones is the best example because I just don't think that Vinnie Jones had enough quality no, to no. be able to make it. And the reason for that is obviously because the, the, the laws have been tightened up so much there just isn't any room for a player like that to operate. Literally mm. for the better. Like I, I, I yeah, do not, I do I not remember no, I any. Yeah, I do not, not remember any of these hard challenges. But these for Julian Dix kind of characters, I don't miss any of them. I think you know it was a part of football that we could happily leave behind. It's just not football, Clive. I, I think. <laughs> I think. Um, I know. I, I agree with you there. So what about what about I tell you what about Pepe? Well, I yeah. was I was going to say Pepe and Pepe Sergio Ramos. Ramos yeah. You yeah. could even say yeah. too too hard. But that's what I mean when you they say the hard man. They've evolved. But when you say the hard man, you immediately think nineteen seventies bruiser. No, that that's gone. Mm. That's done with. Football has changed, and so you have your modern equivalents. They may not have been what the originals were, but they, but everything has to evolve, and yeah. so the hard man sure. still evolved. You can still have Pepe is a hard man. There's no two ways yeah. about that. 
But yeah, he, also... he gets away with it with this kind of, you know, this slide. Well, I th- I no, think... but he doesn't get away. Ramos doesn't get away with it. He's yeah. How many red cards has he got? But they're both hard men. Yet they've both played in Champions League winning sides. But what, what I mean by that is that they, they know that they can't get away with it so much now. So they might headbutt someone and go down as well. <laughs> okay, that's what I mean. What you mean. So, so, so you're getting the digging, but you're maybe not getting the card. Quite. The, yeah. ro- the role has... The, so the, maybe if you have play, uh, people who like football are a bit older than us may argue, perhaps successfully, I don't know, that that those guys can't be considered hard, man, hard men by their terms because of their theatrics, because of their mm. diving, because of their play acting. But that is, as Jim, as you've rightly pointed out, that's just how the game's evolved. Yeah. That's just part of it now. And, and if you think about it, and mm-hmm. I heard this about Didier Drogba way back in the day, I can't remember who was who said it, but a defender come up, coming up against Didier Drogba said, it's much harder to play against Didier Drogba because... If you see him there and mm. he's massive and strong and really good, you know mm. what you're dealing with. But the problem with playing against Didier Drogba is every two or three times you come up against him, expecting like a robust contact, he just hits the floor. Yeah, Yet yeah. the next time, he knocks you over yeah. because, he, mm. because he's going down on his own terms because he's trying to be clever. Right. Now, in the 80s, players didn't do that. But also because the it wasn't that it wasn't that right. style. But the game wasn't as global as it was nowadays. So so you have players. You know we're more used to different cultures. So we're talking about, um, say Sergio Ramos. Well, Sergio Ramos would think that some of the the tactics of English centre halves back in the day. I mean, you don't even have to go that far back. Someone like Tony Adams, you probably think that was maybe quite barbaric, even though it was you know some of the the, the challenges Ramos puts in. But but Ramos, it's more the dark arts they would mm. employ to try and be clever, as mm. you say, when different... at all costs. Kind exactly, of that, yeah. when at all costs. Exactly, and um, uh, to use the example. Um, I forget who you were saying now, but but different cultures kind of come along. You know, some cult, some cultures they they do still look at English football as quite barbaric, yeah, which is quite an a interesting. Bit backwards, thing. Well, a not, bit not so much now. Though. Not it's so much now. It's an interesting point, isn't it? Because it isn't. It's something that's been very much glorified in ways that I don't think it should do. In in the way that you get old gangsters, you know, sure. publishing autobiographies about how many people they hurt um, and, and you've got to be Dan the Dagger Man it. from Dagenham exactly yeah. that exactly <laughs> that and like, it's one of those things it's an interesting one for the you don't like to see that brigade like yeah. you, you see mm. when you see anything like this in, in modern football you, you often get commentators decrying it and I always think like I'd quite like to hear John Motson like commentate on a UFC match sort of, <laughs> oh, oh oh this is oh, this is awful stop it because obviously you know those sort of sports you know the, the very much contact sports are popular as well you don't like to see it in football but it's there is something fascinating about it, isn't it? There's something that's fascinating that's, about that primal. And that, and that that's idea, why we love it. And that idea is is outdated because I think you know if you're going to start going down the road of we don't like to see that because there's kids watching. Well, I mean, listen, the kids have got the internet, so mm. they ain't going to see anything <clears> on a football pitch that's going to affect them anything other than anything more than what they're doing with the rest mm. of their day. Ask I mean, Phil Inga Harland. Well, yeah, this is what he thinks exactly about what I was going to say. You don't. You, that should not be celebrated. Mm. Well, but, that's, that's um, the thing, isn't it? So you've got to, you've got to know what. what so there's for, a line, right? Yeah. So so for for me, celebrating the idea of a hard man type player and 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 something like that is is because it's out of the ordinary. Because I think mm. for, for we talked about when the outfield player goes in goal. The reason that's so great is because it re- it reduces a team to just a si- and puts them in a situation where they just don't have a plan. Mm. Well, what is someone like um, Neymar going to do against a player who's really tough? Well, half the time he's going to run around him, he's going to run past him, he's going to use skills to go past him. But he always knows at some point in the game he's going to get caught. And I don't I don't um, celebrate or endorse the idea of someone going out to hurt, properly injure someone or hurt them. But it's a legitimate part of the game to be tough, and you should be able to do that. Mm, yeah. And and I think it gives us normal people who can't play football at the highest yeah. level 
a bit of a bit of relief and also something to relate to as well. well. Look at the Uruguayan national side. How much? How many people? How many admirers have they had in the last sort of few years? We've sung their praises as well. Mm. Yes, they've got um, amazing ability. The likes of Suarez and 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 Cavani and obviously Diego Godin, the way marshals the defence. But it is their toughness. You know, Arsenal's yeah. um, Torreira has has caused a huge place. Mm. He's a little he's a little hard man. You know, like we're not endorsing injuries. We're not endor- as you said rightly earlier, Pete, you know, we, we don't miss the nasty we're not this is no. not the celebration of the hatchet man. No, no this is the, this absolutely is the, this is the hard man. You but know, like but also it's the position you play as well. Like David Batty's sort of position. He was a, t- a tough guy, a little kind of terror fight, like, fight his own player sometimes. Fight his own player sometimes basically kick a player in the face. Like he was a tough guy, but he still had Enough about him to sort of, you know, um, be in that World Cup '98 squad, sit in that, uh, sit in that hall, and just um, put balls about. Also, though, indeed, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Hang on, Jim, hold that thought. We're going to go for a quick break, and we're back in a sec. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. Welcome back, everybody. What are you going to say, Jim? Jim Campbell. Well, I was going to say, there's, I think there's a figure looming over this whole conversation. Mm. Is it me? Um, <laughs> it's not you. No, it's uh, it's a man that Roy Keane even said uh, he, he was he was effectively afraid of. It's Big Dunk. Big oh, Dunk. Big yeah. Ferguson. Because, yeah. I mean... The guy was like a psychopath on the pitch. You know what I mean? Like it was a terrifying thing to, to even watch. He went, he to, went prison to prison for something he did on the football field. Yeah, Very I mean, he rare. also he was burgled twice, wasn't he? And in mm-hmm. once in one instance, I think he got the baseball bat off of the burglar <laughs> and let's say made him regret his life choices. <laughs> he put him in hospital. One, yeah. of, one of them got away. The rumor, the rumor is that the when he called the nine nine nine, he said, "Please, no ambulance." 
Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that, wow. That's sinister. It's not it? really up to you, though. But it, is but it, and it is those kind of like stories you don't sort of hear of them anymore because um, footballers don't generally feel they need to beat the shit out of each other off the field. But um, Alan Shearer is quite tough. I was. Yeah. About, I'm glad. Like, yeah. Alan Shearer is yep. tough on the field. Roy Kane took a swing at him. He, I would have liked to have seen that fight if I'm completely honest. Yeah, I would have Alan Shearer. He looked nonplussed. Remember when he kicked John Lennon? John Lennon? Remember when he kicked John Lennon? Remember when he shot John Lennon in 1980? In New York. Yeah. Alan David kicked, Shearer. Do you remember when he kicked Neil Lennon in the, in the chops? I mean, that was unnecessary. He should have gone to prison for that. That, uh, wasn't, that, wasn't, that wasn't a hard man thing. That was just losing your temper and booting someone yeah. in the face. Yeah, like, and John Hartson on Isle Berkovich. I still winced. That, that was a training man. Yeah. John Hartson was a hard man. still a kick in the face. There's, a, there's, a, good, there's a good... So And he had Predators on because it was the 90s. It's, it's, good that, it's good that we can find hard men uh, in different positions because you think of centre-backs, we already talked yes. about midfield mm-hmm. players. And forwards, you've got a good line of forwards there. Shearer, Ferguson, Hartson. But interestingly, I don't know if there's anything in this, you hardly ever, and I can't think of any example wingers. at all. Re- no wide players are no. hard. Yeah. You well, don't get well, hard money wide players. I would actually say, and and the the, the shampoo adverts would... David not, Beckham? No, I wasn't going to say Beckham. <laughs> was, I'd say David Ginola was quite tough. Uh, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't, hard, wasn't a hard, hard man, man, was he? No. You can't be hard with a cigarette in your hand, can you, really? What? Hang on. Taking a swing. Shut up, Peter. Taking yeah. a swing with one of those posh French cigarettes. I don't, in a I, holder. <laughs> wearing, a sm- wearing a smoking watching jacket watching some art house cinema <laughs> yeah. with a berry on and a cheese board and your top off <laughs> um, let me take you back to 1997 Keith- oh please Keith Gillespie oh yeah I know where you're going he wasn't hard but yeah. early Gillespie that yeah. but, he, but he had a 1997 oh 97 sorry but he, had, he had a go at uh, he, he had a bite at Alan Shearer uh, was it in a social on Newcastle drinks they were uh, they're out on a break in Dublin yeah. Uh, in 1997, um, Elvino did flow a frolic that culminated in Philippe Albert wearing a traffic cone on his head. Marcus, few, few pints of the black stuff. Few, few, few. <laughs> uh, this is Keith Gillespie's um, account. A couple um, of drams. Basically, um, Keith Gillespie had thrown some, um, I think, knives and forks on the floor, and Alan Shearer said, "Here, yeah, pick them up." And Keith said, "No." And so spoiled him for a fight there. And, and so yeah, Alan Shearer said, "All right, outside." And so Keith Gillespie on the way outside had a swing at him. <laughs> Get it in early. Get it in early. Because <laughs> he knew he wasn't going to win. He missed. Alan says that I actually clipped him, but I couldn't have been. It couldn't have been much if I did because he swung once and caught me on the side of the head, and I fell and hit a plant pot. The lads all ran out. There's blood everywhere. The next thing I know, I'd woke up in hospital. Rob Lee still told Steve how he to sort it out. Just give the police a story because Alan was England captain. Wow. Steve got back to the hotel and said to Rob it was okay. He told the police I was the victim of a hit and run driver. So now the <laughs> guards are running around Dublin trying to look for some fellow who'd knock me over. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> blamed, blamed a hit and run. Oh, wow. <laughs> Invented a hit and run. I wonder how far they would have gone with that. Yeah. <laughs> because I like the idea of them of the of the police coming back to the uh, hotel and, and, and Keith and, and Alan thinking, all right, it's all gonna blow over now. Yeah. Yeah. And them going, Yeah, we found the guy. Yeah. We found the guy, didn't uh, and what, Kevin... colour, what colour was the car? Same colour as Alan Shearer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what colour was the car? <laughs> The, the, the bit on the advert yeah. <laughs> and what Kevin Keegan got car? arrested yeah so you okay just to give a statement yeah can we just have a chat first? are we on the record or off it let's yeah. stay off it <laughs> yeah <laughs> well uh, we, we've talked about uh, the first half there Pepe and Ramos a, a little bit but you can get hard man playing in, in cultured sides Gennaro Gattuso. Yeah. yeah. He was a little yeah. toughy, little, in a very talented Milan side. I mean, the midfield four that started uh, and, and won the Champions League final in 2003 consisted of Gattuso, Pirlo, Seedorf, and Rui Costa. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. And also, Gattuso, in a Star Trek Generations type mashup, 
stepped up to original hard man Joe Jordan. Exactly. As well. There was a real, uh, uh, you know, passing of the past well, and he's, present. He's, well, he's known as Reno, isn't he? Which is the Italian for Rhino for yeah. a good yeah. reason. Well, I mean, clearly Pirlo, Seedorf, and Costa were far more technical and, and conventionally talented, but. But but Gattuso and 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 more will be said about those players and has been and, and more will be, be be written about them and, and so on and I, I totally get that but but the passion grit and determination that Gattuso brought to that side made him a real fan favourite and he was also and, an important part of it yeah well. and I think that's it that the, the Milan fans you know that that kind of passion that the the hard man of Gattuso brought to that team was was very very important. So the archetypal position for a for a hard man we're talking about is in that position because mm. there are different ways. Engine room. You, yeah, there's a different way. There are different ways you can interpret that holding midfield position. You can be like a Michael Carrick type player yep. where you intercept a lot of passes. You don't get the ball away much. You can be a proper hatchet man type guy. Uh-huh. But but by and large. If you play in that position, you're going to need to get stuck in. Yeah. Like, Torreira is like that. Torreira, he, he's always looking forward. He passes the ball well. The reason people like him is because he's got a lot of strings to his bow. But he, he's five. He's about five foot five. Yeah. And he gets smashed into every tackle as yeah. hard as he can. It's and the Uruguayan midfielder. And, and I, I would say, when you mentioned Uruguay earlier, Argentina are a bit like that as well. And yeah. Brazil. Don't be fooled by Brazil. They are very tough. They do the tough. dirty stuff as well. Absolutely The Dungas. Right. The Dunga, Dunga. come on! It's that hair. Oh, his, his daughter designs his clothes for him. <laughs> <laughs> you're still playing home midfield, and you're quite tough, even though your daughter designs your clothes, and you've got a flat top. I'm sold. Yeah, I'm exactly. Sold. Of course, there was uh, Edmundo who played up front yeah. for Brazil, who was he was a hard man. Can mm. any of you give me a wide player, either a wide winger or a fullback, who was a hard man? I don't think they exist. Andy Sinter. Don't say Gary Neville. <laughs> <laughs> or Fizzer. Fizzer. Full, full don't say Fizzer. What, a wide man. Full, Hang on. Fullback. Fullback. Yeah. Stuart Pierce. Oh, yeah. 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 So fullback doesn't count now. Winger. You've got to say winger. Yeah. I'm with you on winger. Fizzer? Fizzer's not a winger. <laughs> who, is the, hard man, who is the Bulgarian no, player? Who oh, Stoichkov. No, no. Stoichkov no, Stoich- did play oh, on the wing oh, for a bit. He was hard. Evenoff. Yeah, Evenoff. Was he a winger? No, I think he was a fullback. Wing back at best. Actually, Cruyff said of Stoichkov, I used to say he was nurtured with an evil milk. Um, <laughs> that, that's lovely Bennett. Yeah. he was more of a nut and not a hard yeah player. and I don't think you'd characterise him as a winger it's a t- yeah I can't he did got, we're probably missing an obvious one and, 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 and also one. I think players who survived like brutal assaults you know what I mean survived something dreadful and, and managed to sort of like keep going if you know what I mean uh-huh. mm. any, any example the, the, the Peter B agree <laughs> on his motorbike <laughs> the, 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 I wouldn't the put Bulgaria. down is a hard man but, no, but he survived going through a plate glass window on a scooter I'd put him down as yeah. lucky yeah in Spain that's uh, very very stupid <laughs> the, the Bulgarian player I'm talking about Ivanov he's a centre back not a full right. back oh, yeah. Triff okay. on Ivanov he had that mullet yeah, yeah, is that the guy you mean yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I thought he was yeah, he was anyway. tough as well yeah I just remember tough. all of those players being exciting wingers effectively because they did so well uh-huh. well you had you, there was an amazing period of time in the 90s where you had these players who were mercurial brilliant and mad mm. so they were also tough and like also Stoichkov Haji is another yeah, one of them. Yeah. but so exotic because we saw so little of them yeah indeed uh, I think they belong in the Emre he was a little shit Would, he was a they, bit racist they, as well come up tomorrow and we do racist, racism oh, racism, racism, <laughs> racism, racism, racism <laughs> yeah. yeah there we are ladies and gentlemen I think that's it mm. for the hard man. Who's the hardest? Do you remember the hardest person you've ever played? Hardest man you've ever played against? Um, I played up against a guy once called I still remember his name now Gareth Macy. 
intimidated me, kicked me around. He was also pretty good as well. Uh-huh. Uh, it was just a terrible day at the office for me. Oh, so Luke. It's not great to come up against them sometimes. No, That's true. It's the kind of feeling you got there that Pete Donaldson gives me every mm. time Is we right? uh, walk into the studio. Ordially. I usually Terror. just get it with fire and you know the elements, I think. Well, I think it's your unpredictability, Pete. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and the fire. Yeah, it took me a long time to get used to being locked in a room with you twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> Pete's like there's, the, there's the Dennis Wise of the show. Pete's the actual Rose <laughs> of the show. Don't bring him up. <laughs> there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to number nine of our 12 rambles of Christmas in association with Bet365. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode focusing on a part of football that we relish. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Who wants to fight? Say goodbye, Jim. I don't. We're off to fight. Season's greetings and a happy new year. This was a Radio Stakhanov production. production.